Welcome to ShoeCast, Shoe's very own podcast. This series of ShoeCast will explore everything from trends in the digital world to advise on how we can play to your strengths and overcome personal and work challenges. We're featuring some amazing industry guests who will also be sharing their experiences within their field. Alongside me, I'm Rachel, the Chief Operations Officer at Shoe, and there will be Chris, our Chief Vision Officer, and also our guest host from the Shoe Academy, and these include Annie, Katie, and Sabrina. We hope you enjoy our series this autumn. Thank you. Welcome, everybody, and welcome to Shoecast. And today we'd like to welcome Gilda. Gilda, I um, know from doing our charity event, Fashion Fiesta. Um, known each other for quite a few years now, so I'm very supportive and uh, knows all about sort of business. Um, we have lots of lengthy conversations as prior to this this recording. We um, we were having a good chat and catching up, um, and we've I think we just need to physically meet up now, don't we? We but, do, um, we do. It's overdue. <laughs> definitely overdue. Um, so we're gonna sort of um, we're having a bit of a series this month about sort of women being in business and, and leadership positions. Um, so um, Gilda is our first person who we are recording. So welcome to Shoe Month of Women, I suppose is the best way to describe it. Awesome. So So I'm the opener of the way. I like it. Yes, definitely. So Gilda, tell me a bit more about sort of who you are and what your role is um, and how you've been sort of helping businesses um, over the last sort of few months. (coughs) 18 months is not a few months. months. Yeah, Yeah. gosh, it feels feels like forever now. So so I um, work with the City Council um, as part of the economic policy team. So my role, very long-winded, is um, Senior Economic Development Officer. So a lot of my work sits with working um, with small businesses, with micro-businesses, to support them to scale, to grow, and to just be sustainable. Well, right now in this current market is to be sustainable. Um, Over the last 18 months, well, 18 months to two years, I've spent a lot of time processing um, grants for businesses, um, discretionary grants for businesses to support mainly um, smaller businesses to to stay to stay afloat in our new um, strange world. So yeah, and of course I know Rachel have worked on Fashion Fiesta for oh gosh, how many years now? Twenty seventeen. A, a few. A few. A, <laughs> Too few. Many a, a, a good few. Um and it, and it and it's been really good. It's been really enlightening. It's it's good because it keeps me connected to micros in fashion, allows me to give them opportunities to access some of the things that they need for their businesses to to mature and to grow. Uh, there's stuff out there, but I suppose the thing is, is knowing where to find it, who to speak to. And sometimes people just need a little hand. So, yeah, that's that's my most of my role in a nutshell. Brilliant. And what uh, I know we're talking about COVID because obviously it's, it's been a big impact on businesses um, over the, the last 18 months. Even we haven't been able to run Fashion Fiesta for the last two years now. Oh. It's a bit of a nightmare. So what have you seen over the past 18 months that's been a big change to small micro and independent businesses what's been the challenge different changes Mm. I think the challenge is that um some have disappeared as you know some have sunk but the ones who haven't have quickly learned um to survive in our new virtual world so a lot of the businesses now have become much more savvy 
in terms of um, understanding how to use their online presence to upgrade their website for those who haven't got a website because, you know, do we really need a website anymore? Well, that's a whole different discussion for a different time. Um, <laughs> no, they've, they've, they've learned how to use, you know, platforms like Instagram, TikTok. Um, Facebook is still alive. Yes, a bit dinosaur-esque, but it's still around. Um, yeah. LinkedIn. And I think it's just people have become a bit more savvy about using social media to drive footfall to their business or to their website or to just um, use when they've not been selling to use um, that time to build their brand and keep themselves visible throughout the pandemic. Um, in terms of how things have changed, um, funding is becoming available in small drops. So it depends really on what type of business people are doing, what um, area they're in, whether or not it's a high growth sector. Uh, there's things like Future Fashion Factory that are doing a lot of research around um, looking at how to make fashion more sustainable. And that's one of the things that we've really pushed as well in terms of Leeds City Council, looking at how to make our economy um, greener. You're looking at things like our climate emergency because COP26, is it still going on? Is it finished now? I'm not even sure. <laughs> um, but, you know, lots of interesting discussions about um, many things, really. And it's around businesses being more socially aware but still being profitable. Yeah, definitely. Definitely agree with that. I think it's that environmental impact is, is, is going to be definitely a, a, a thing for um, business, but also the employees of a business making you more attractive and whether people want definitely. to buy or work with you, um, which I've noticed with our, our team, they're very much sort of that way of thinking. Gen mm. Z who are coming through definitely think like that. And I imagine yes. the next generation that are coming through who are currently still at school, but Gen Alpha, but we have to plan for them yes. as they come, as they, they are getting older, as we had a discussion about your family. Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> they, they are the next generation coming through. So as, as I suppose as business leaders and leaders, we need to start thinking about that generation that's coming through, but also maintaining that um, equilibrium with people who are I suppose the Facebook users and it's yes. like you said it's not dead the silvers are on there as they say keep yes. up the children <laughs> and all that. so you know it, there is a market for Facebook still as much as everyone's going oh that's a bit old school but um, oh, still there still there still ticking along parents are there that's what we're saying so um we're coming to the end uh, well it is the end of furlough back in September um a lot of people probably have a probably had a good 18 months to think about their careers, their businesses, and um, probably people are starting to think about actually, hmm, shall I set up a business now is a good time. Um, what advice do you think you'd give somebody who's thinking actually, shall I, shall I set up my business? Is it a good time or shall I wait? <laughs> oh, well, mm. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a half full. I'm a, half, I'm a glass half full. Um, so I would say opportunity always comes out of even the worst of situations. And COVID has thrown its um, complications in the way. But I think if, um, if people are thinking about setting up a business um, to know, you know, know their market, you know, um, my husband always says something. He says, um, Ferrari don't make cars for the same market as um, Peugeot, <laughs> for example. You know, so know your market, know, know where you're aiming at, know. Um, do your research, have a business plan, you know, search out what grants are available. Um, I'm very sure there's um, gone straight out of my head now, but I know that we have some innovation grants available through Leeds City Council, which can be found on the website. 
you know, for people who have new ideas, which, which incorporate, you know, technology and so on. There's funding. There's pretty much stuff everywhere if you take the time to look. So for me, it's about making sure that you don't just think, oh, I have an idea. Let me just go and open this business. You know, yeah. have you got what it takes? Have you got the right training? You know, like I said, do you know your market um, plan? Because those are the unsexy bits. Am I allowed to say unsexy? Unsexy bits. I <laughs> don't know. Who knows? <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> it's a podcast. I'm sure people are quite open-minded. We're not going to be on the news or anything. No, no. Thank goodness. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, those are the bits that people don't... It's like having the scaffolding. You don't, you don't build a house without having that foundation. Yeah. It's making sure that you build correctly from the bottom up. Ensure that you, like I said, you know your market. You know what you're aiming to achieve know your numbers yeah you know have a cash flow forecast if you don't have those skills yourself there's um there's services available through um through leads bipc it's business okay hold on business and intellectual property center i hope i got that right but if you google it you'll find it bipc leads it's run through the library service um for leads the council um they've got a startup day i think it might have it might be happening today or happened yesterday or soon, but there's always information there. They're looking for startups with ideas to help them build and scale. There's um, programs like Adventure that yeah. are more, um, I suppose, a bit more sophisticated. But if you have a good idea, if you know which market you're going to be targeting, if you have an idea of what you want to achieve, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, then there's there's places for people to go. So for me, the, the short answer to the question that you've asked me, <laughs> long-winded way is know what you want to do and make sure that you plan properly so your business has the best um, uh, possibilities to succeed. Yeah, I, de- I definitely agree with you. Um, there is a lot of support and help out there for people. Um, when we set up our business seven years ago, um, there was, you know, there's pockets of money out there to get you going, um, especially with digital as well. Um, so it's definitely worth asking the questions and knowing where to try and find people and people will connect you with other people that's what people do in business mm-hmm. um, and I know uh, we've worked with adventure in our early days and then also with the let currently um, oh, and yes. digital knowledge exchange as well but there's loads of stuff the universities have like lots of stuff going on but it's just knowing yeah. where to find this information it's knowing where to find it and networking as well you know I think especially I suppose for the um and this is something we were discussing earlier as well mm-hmm. Rachel for the I'm not being ageist here but for <laughs> the newer generation um especially a lot of our young people coming through you know those networking skills are key Sometimes it's not necessarily only about going and searching on the internet to see where things are. It's learning to speak to people, having conversations, um, you know, linking through people. So making the most of opportunities to get yourself out and about, whether that might be on a virtual networking platform or actual face-to-face networking, but really just, you know, making the effort to find out what's out there um, and asking the questions and pursuing it is really important. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's, it is about getting yourself known by other business people, asking the right questions and listening as well. Um, I spent a lot of time before setting up the business. Um, I was working for a small consultancy that helped other business owners grow and develop. And I spent that two years 
even though I was silently like and nobody thought I would set up my own business I was busy taking Making notes, notes. <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah and, um, I always go back to the guy I always ninja drop on him when I go and see them and I like I, I recite stuff and he probably didn't realize I was listening to him yep, he be a good student to the person yeah that's the thing you know look for somebody who's doing the thing that you want to do well go and ask them not the people who are not doing anything or who've never done the thing but are giving you advice that's not where you ask those questions absolutely it is it is finding those those people to talk to and it's just about listening because mm-hmm. it's amazing the conversations that I can remember having and I didn't really know much about business and how to set one up but when I kind of came to that sort of um, end of my time my cycle working for said company I was a bit like oh okay I'm, I'm ready to do this and mm-hmm. um, I'm confident enough now and it's confidence as well taking that leap of faith to, to set up on your own and uh, it is it's not it doesn't come overnight it's hard work um, but um, it, you know that graft you put in um, the blood sweat and the tears as I call it even with fashion fiesta we have the same challenges and, and that, oh, yeah. that doesn't pay me a wage <laughs> um so yeah so that's that's quite interesting yeah that's good um so I know um we've taken a lot to the digital platforms we've chatted a lot about it Mm -hmm. um over covid we've had a seen a massive shift in in how we sort of react shop really um we've come off the high street um and we've gone on to online retail um what do you think is going to happen? Is it, is it? I always hear when I talk to people at the Oakley bid, um, this high street, save the high street. Is it the death of the high street? Mm. What are your thoughts around that subject area? And it's probably very touchy because I know you look after a lot of like small businesses that are on the high street and you help mm. support them. So, yeah, I hear a lot of conversations. Everyone's very sort of mixed, not mixed messages, but we don't want to lose it but we also we're all lazy now because we like we like sitting on our chairs and our computers scrolling through endless amounts of shops and photographs and videos because it's easier just to get it delivered rather than travel all all the way to Leeds city centre or um, whichever city centre really uh, depending on where you are in the UK or the world (laughs) Mm, because it's not just the UK that's losing out on its high street really very true very true I think to be honest I think the way I'm um, sorry my somebody is desperately trying to call me <laughs> that's the wonders of doing <sighs> things in a non-studio oh, but I know. that's the um, wonders of COVID everyone's a lot more appreciative of getting interrupted these days yes I'm telling you I'm so sorry so I, I have I've got my stuff set on do not disturb but every time the call is declined it makes yeah I've had the same as well so I've had people tagging me into stuff on our project management system trying to talk to me and I'm like go away Yes. So yeah. So um. So to the, to answer that question, I think, I think on a, on an individual basis, on a personal level, most of us can honestly say that the way we have, we we consume, has changed. Yeah. Our consumer behavior has changed because of COVID. For those of us who might have been really really shy about internet shopping, might not be so much anymore mainly because we've been forced to to do things ever so slightly differently. So the future of the the high street, I think um, for me, the way forward is the real micro niche independent businesses will, 
probably should I be saying this? But in, in my opinion, this is the city council hat off, personal opinion here. I think where we will see businesses thrive are those ones that are very niche, who are very business savvy, who understand that in order to drive footfall to their shops, they have to have a really um, vibrant and engaging online presence so that people want to come and see what they actually have in, in their actual physical shop mm-hmm. if they choose to keep one. Uh, there has been an increase in online shopping for, for, for high streets now. So, for example, let me use the example of Debenhams, which, you know, they're still online. Mm. So if you still want to shop, you can shop Debenhams online, but you can't go, you can't, you know, saunter into Leeds City Centre anymore and decide, oh, I really need a new pair of trousers. And you can walk about, you know, three or four floors of shopping. It's, it's, that's not the way forward, mainly because of the cost associated with maintaining a property. Mm on the high street, you know, whether it be in Leeds or anywhere else. Um, So I do feel like city centers or town centers in general have a place, but how people will use them is going to be ever so slightly different. You you, like, you won't be rushing in. Well, I won't, I I don't, I don't think you will, Rachel. I don't know people (laughs) who might be listening, how, how they, you know, when you decide you have an event to go to you won't be rushing about thinking okay I'm gonna pop into this shop that shop and the other you go online you know what you want to find you find it if you feel like you can be bothered you might pop into the shop wherever it's situated to try it on but you can do that at home and return it absolutely yeah so I think it's it's a case of um the high street will have to uh, or those operating on the high street will have to become very clever about how they engage the general public how um how they interact with people on you know social media you know yeah. virtually it's unfortunately or fortunately that's just where we are now yeah i know i agree i think i've read quite a few case studies um sort of from my M- mba program about all that user experience of walking they're, they're no longer shops anymore as in the high street how we used to just go and pick something up and try something on it's all yeah. about that experience um, I th- can't remember it was whilst obviously they have a very large budget <laughs> and some of the designer brands and um, turning their particular sort of shop retail um, outlet into some kind of um, augmented reality um, using their phone so you could find the dress that you wanted and, and it pulls up different I think it was a Christmas themed augmented reality where they could literally pull up deer there would be deer mm. running around and looking yeah. through your phone and yeah. I think it's all going to be about that user experience now isn't it like they talk about a lot even on websites as well but just mainly like sort of walking into a store it's not about going mm. to a store anymore and just like how we used to do when we were teenagers yeah um, true. for anyone of a similar age category I'm sure it's very different for the for the for the team that I work with because they are of the early 20s but um that that experience of going shopping with your family and stuff has completely gone out the window it's totally and- different it's totally different and I think <laughs> people totally will different. tag on things you know so so instead of you know you, I think as a as consumers first mm. you have to have a reason to leave your house it won't be just, you know, and, and, and this is from a person who is very old school when it comes to shopping. I'm very tactile. I like to feel fabrics. I like to see how it, you know, how it falls. Um, you know, if you're going to be wearing a suit or a dress or a skirt or trousers or what have you. But me, like I said, shopping dinosaur, self-confession <laughs> like confession time. 
Like, I just don't see the need. I can do all of that stuff and get it come to me. And the other thing is we have to think about, um, you know, going forward in terms of the cost of all of those things now, because, because we've all been probably working from home, or m- many of us. There's a cost attached to traveling into a place, whether that might be if you get drive, you get the train, you get the bus, you cycle. Um, you know, once you get there, you probably end up spending more than you plan to because you might think, oh, I'll just pop in and have a coffee. Uh, so all of these things you realize, actually. So it's about that user experience, like you said. It's about mm-hmm. getting people into places where um, it's more than just, oh, I want to pick up a new pair of shoes. You, there's, there has to be more than that for people, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, from, 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 a, from a work perspective, we would love to see people in the centers. You know, you know, money in the economy is our bread and butter. That's what we need. That's what we want. I think that will happen, but slightly differently. And like I said, we just have to learn. Businesses do, especially new ones coming up, I think are probably in a better position. But businesses have to adapt and learn the new trends. They have to, they have to go back to school. What worked 10 yeah. years ago? I've gone back to school today. to do my MBA. So there we go. <laughs> So I mean, I'm still learning. Always be learning. I think is one of my motto. Always be a student, definitely. Yeah, always hundred percent agree. Because obviously, generations change, life changes, and obviously, we no one knew we could have COVID. We couldn't predict it, but it's made everyone adapt and change and adopt a new lifestyle. Um, and doesn't I think I can't remember what the saying is. Someone will probably correct me, but it's, isn't it six months or something to change a habit or something around that that mm. length of time anyway? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and two years now, and a lot I have seen people's habits change. I see a lot more like delivery trucks around delivering groceries. Yes. People hate grocery yeah. shopping. Yeah. Um, so um, so yeah, it's just amazing. I do all my shopping and go, even buy my clothes at the same shop now. Yeah, that's a, but 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 that's the thing. So you you maximize your trip, so to speak. You maximize yeah. your trip. You you try and do as much as you can in that trip if you have to leave. And yeah. for the things that can be delivered, you know, your grocery shopping, for example. You know, why spend two hours tra- traipsing about in supermarkets? Which people like, I hate grocery shopping. It's like <laughs> I, if I, it's the one thing. <laughs> I absolutely detest and ironing, but we won't get into that. Yeah, we won't get uh, that. So that's another, that's another, that's, that's, another, that's another podcast. Different topic. That's a different topic. <laughs> different topic, absolutely. Yes, yes. Um, but grocery shopping is one of those things you think, well, I know exactly what I want. Mm. It's easier for me to compare where things are. You know, in supermarkets, they always move things around as well. Yeah, I love so doing think, that, don't they? <laughs> because that's how they get you to see other things. Because if, if you know that the glass is in one particular spot or the butter or the milk, you always go there and you don't necessarily pass anything new yeah they have to keep moving things around for you to go oh wow wow this is this is a bargain you don't need it oh this is a bargain <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know um you when you're online you don't you don't do that you just go straight to what you want to get and you get out yeah and it comes to your door absolutely i think i think it is here to stay is online um shopping i don't think i don't think that's ever going to change i think it's just i think we shop for convenience now so if you went like a lot of petrol stations now are a technically an off license or the old school off license that used to be on the corner shop corner shop or whatever is now become that because you can just fill up your car with petrol and then go in and get whatever you need whether it's milk chocolate crisps or whatever bottle of pop or whatever that looks like that has become that 
new routine for everybody. So we very much operate, operate like that now, don't we? So it is about being adaptable. I think is probably the key thing that's come out of this this last eighteen months is just being flexible, adaptable, and just listening to what's going on in the marketplace. For sure, for sure, 100% agreed. Well, thank you very much, Gilda, for coming well, on to our you. podcast um, and sharing me. your thoughts. You are more than welcome. Um, I'm sh- uh, for guys, um, for anyone that's listening, we do have a series of podcasts that have been recorded about sort of business um, growth um, sort of back in um, October. October, November now. Um, so there's lots of things to listen to. And over December, we'll have our sort of women in business series. Um, so our next person who will be online is um, Julia Felton, um, who will be interviewing about leadership and all sorts of lovely other stuff as well. So we'll get into some good conversations. So Gilda, thank you very much for coming. Thank and you. Chatting. Thank you very much. And um, one, sorry, shameless plug. Apologies. Yes, go for it. Rachel. So, um, so Leeds, up until the end of November, that is. Hopefully, we might have an extension. We don't know yet. Um, we have what's called the Leeds Micro Business Support Service. If you are micro, meaning that you are zero to 10 employees, zero to nine, yeah, and you need some business support, some advice, some guidance, um, just search for the link um, Leeds Micro Business Support. You can have some one-to-one um, support there. Somebody will take time to talk to you, how to talk you through how to digitalize your business, how to change things up. Really good signposting. And there's also a virtual program that is a 12-week program that is really beneficial to businesses. So the help and support is out there. Please make use of it. And if anybody should have any questions about anything, then can I say contact me, contact mm-hmm. Rachel, whatever. But yeah. Yes. Well, um, what we'll do, if, uh, if it's okay, Gilda, to share your contact details um, on yep, some sure. of our the social platforms, share the podcast and also the um, website link as well. I'll email you um, yes. after this and you can just drop me the link and we can, we can share that out. Awesome. Right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Take care, Rich.